You are listening to the Photobomb Podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photobomb Podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Hello. This is episode 81. 81. And we are standing up for This the is the time. first time you've got this sweet ass table from Ikea yeah. that like raises and lowers. And so, you know, my uh, my watch just beeped and told me that I need to stand up. So you push a little button underneath, it goes zzz, and now we're standing doing the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it feels pretty good. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, nice some circulation. Up, yeah. And right now I'm dancing. I'm dancing as we're podcasting. Yeah. When I was in radio, this was a big deal there. It was like a, there was a shift in like the early 90s away from the low board and everything to the high. So right. that it, it, it was a shift so that you people could stand up and do their show. And they thought if you stood up, you'd be more animated. And, and I never did. I always had a tall chair and I sat down. I preferred to sit. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, you know, you've seen those desks that go up and down like there. You can put them on top of a regular desk and they'll also lift. Right, so you can right, stand. Right. I've been really, and those I think three hundred bucks or something. And I've been really oh, considering cool. how much how to get one of those because I like, like I sit so much. That well, I have this table stand. because Bobby got one for her desk, so she can stand and yeah. work. And I liked it, and I thought, oh, well, I'll get one for the office. So this is the, in my studio, and that way I can bring it up if I want to stand up and shoot video, for example. I like to be standing up so I can talk and move. I can bring it up for that, or I can take it down low if I have kids just need to sit at the table or whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about customer service. Gary Hughes. Um, I want to talk about a company called Frontier Cable. I want to talk about a company oh, called Frontier Communications. This is the company that took over from Verizon here in the fabulous city of Tampa in uh, the fabulous state of Florida. Is this going to be a rant? I called them. I feel a rant I called on. them to come in on July 5th and make the transfer of my service to my new house. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to call you back to confirm that. I said, okay. He did not call back. Then I called on July 5th and said, when are you guys coming? They said, we have you down for the 8th. I said, the 8th? They said, Okay. All right, so you're coming on the 8th. So then I called the competition, and I said, can you come out, Bright House? I said, can you come out tomorrow and do this? And they said, yes. The guy came out the next day, he looked at everything, he goes, yeah, I don't think I can run this cable. I'm just a contractor. I'll have to get someone else out here the next day. you got to get the actual Bright And I'm like, what do you mean you can't? No, you come out, you can do whatever. You're supposed to be able to. No, I'll have someone come the next day. I said, okay. So then they'll call to confirm. So the lady calls to confirm, and she says, I just uh, dispatched the contractor. I can't confirm that. you got to talk to Bright House. She sends me to Bright House. Now I have to go through their menu system again and wait. I finally talked to somebody at Bright House. The lady goes, he did what? He left? She said, I am appalled. I'm appalled. Appalled. She said, if you could see my face right now, I'm going to call right now. I'm going to make sure someone is out there by 6 o'clock tonight and takes care of this install for you. I said, thank you. 6 o'clock, I get a call. Guy's running late. He'll be there at 7.15. I said, okay, thank you. Didn't hear from him again. Next day, all day, nothing. At 5 p.m. the next day, I get a call, and they say, we got you down for 6 p.m. tonight. We're just confirming. I'm like, uh, no, you had me down for 6 p.m. last night. So angry. Meanwhile, I've still got Frontier scheduled to come in the next day. The, the, so I said, you know, we're done. coming off of you. In so the I way. said, we're done. Whoa, gets better. I said, so we're done. So I canceled Bright House. I said, I'm just going to stick with Frontier, which is coming in the next day. The guy from Frontier comes the next day. He installs everything great. We got two phone lines. We got cable. We got DVRs. We've got the, the high speed internet. Everything's working great. Thank you very much. Whew, done. Thank you. Two days later, we lose our premium channels. So I call, I go on hold for like an hour until I finally get a hold of somebody. I spend an hour with her. She can't get the premium channels to come back up. But she says, I'm going to call you back when I get this fixed. The next day, 24 hours later, I haven't received a call. So I call in again. She's like, yeah, I talked to someone new. She says, I'm going to get this fixed. I said, you need to give me a supervisor. 
So she gets me a supervisor. I talk to the supervisor. The supervisor says, I'm going to get this fixed. The next day, the supervisor has not gotten it fixed, and we lose the DVR. But the premium channels come back, but the DVRs stop working, and we lose both of our... Uh, both of our um, what is your house over a hell mouth? Yes, it's terrible. The demons are taking your cable away. The next day, I'm calling... The next day, when the DVRs go down, I call and get tech support. He spends an hour doing the whole, you know, I need the numbers off the back of your box, and I need to reset and everything, and I get all that stuff. He can't get it fixed. He says, I'm going to schedule a tech to come out on Friday. Now we're looking at a week since the install came in. I have been on the phone, no kidding, seven times with him at this point, at least six hours of, of my time. On Friday, a new tech comes out. He looks at everything. He gets, he, he gets the DVR working again, and he says, I can't get the phone lines to go. I don't know what's going on there, I, because that's got to be done by the salespeople. He goes, but what I would do if I were you is I would go to the actual store on Fletcher, talk to somebody in person and get that part done. But I do have your DVRs working. I have your premium channels working. You just have to get that second phone line out of it. I said, okay. So then I drive down. This was yesterday. So then I drive down to the store. I stand there with that guy for an hour and a half. He can't fix the problem either. I've got to call someone else come Monday. So it has now been eight or nine days and we still don't have it working right. I've been on the phone with them every single day. Cable companies are the worst customer service on the planet yeah pretty much who's worse who's worse who's worse than cable companies hospitals <clears throat> hospitals are hospitals terrible. can be pretty bad Yeah, hospitals are pretty awful I, and, and i have friends that work in the uh, medical industry and they're all beautiful people but i mean if you want to feel like a, a useless piece of garbage uh go ahead and just spend a couple of days in a hospital because they man yeah. it's like you can't get a story out of anybody and the, like they, they send you everything's yeah now hospitals maybe but cable companies are Definitely in the top five. I've said, like, if hospitals are the Hitler of customer service, then cable companies are certainly the Mussolini <laughs> of customer service. You know who, by the way, I read this somewhere and I thought, this is so true. You know who has the worst checkout of any, comp- any place you can go? Home Depot. No, drugstores. Yeah. Any drugstore. Like, go to a Walgreens and uh. try to check out. First of all, there's nobody even at the checkout. Half so, the yeah. time, they got to like they're in the back. Yeah, you get like, the checkout. Hold on, I'm stocking tampons. I'll be right there. Yeah, and then it takes them 20 minutes to check you out for your your Clark bar. <laughs> and you're you know, it's like, dude, I just wanted some breath mint. Yeah, oh, God, what are we doing? And, here? It's like, and who goes to drugstores? Got an Arizona iced tea, and you know what? We do, when we travel, drugstores are awesome because they're open later than regular grocery stores, okay. and they carry a wide variety of stuff. When I travel, it's like I it's it's like oh crap, I forgot a toothbrush, or like I'm you know you it's all always incidentals it's not like i go in there and i pull the card around and yeah i, I can just never figure out i mean i've been in i go every once in a while like maybe on vacation for something but there'd be like there's a walgreens right across from the publics and, and i'm just like why who's going into the walgreens i would think that you know we've talked about this about target before we both shop at target right about how target is the hundred dollar store mm-hmm. you know and uh, you can't get out of target without spending a hundred dollars because right. you go in there and then you see it's like oh well you know i need a new gingham shirt and i'll go ahead and buy one of those because it's on sale for twelve dollars and you know what while we're here let's go ahead and get an extra pack of light bulbs and then you, you know by the time and it's an hour and a half by the time you're done you're checking out walmart's even worse really <clears throat> Exactly, but you can go into Walgreens and go, I'm just going to buy condoms. Like, that's right. it. Like, that's what I'm here for. Like, I need I need some blank DVDs, a pack of condoms, and a 24-ounce Arizona iced tea. That's right. all I want. <laughs> and you bang, bang, I, you got new, I, I, bought, I bought a new receiver, and they sent me the manual on the, for the receiver was on a DVD. I was like, what the hell is this thing you sent me? In the me? year 2000. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, so why would you say a DVD with the with the manual? And I, I got to go. You know, I can't even get the thing open to put the DVD in. Hard. You know, who uses DVDs anymore? I have no idea. Although every once in a while, I do have a client that wants stuff on a DVD because a lot of times in the professional world, working with corporations, I've worked for Microsoft, I've worked for Symantec, I've worked for big companies, and they usually will have something that is like their preferred method, or they have like really tight internet security or something like that. And so like whatever it is, for whatever reason, it's sometimes it's just such a pain in the butt to deliver the files online. If they're local to me, or I'll, I've even mailed a DVD, I'm like, here you go. But now I got a new iMac a couple of months back, um, and it doesn't even have a DVD player. No. Like, because here's the thing. Thumb drives are so cheap. I could, if any client wanted to, I'd just like, Evan, everybody's got USB ports. I'll pop into Walgreens and buy a thumb drive <laughs> for $6 that's got like a terabyte of space on it. And I will just yeah. dump their stupid pictures on the thumb drive and give it to them, you know? Our uh, our um, home entertainment system thing, you know, our giant, you know, wall unit. Yeah, the wall unit. The side things open up and there's pull-out trays for holding all of your DVDs. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Giant amount of wasted space now that we can we can do nothing with. Who needs, who needs pull-out trays? trays that are just the width of a dvd what else could you put on there the only thing i have dvds for now is because we our minivan has a dvd player in it they still have not in the year 2016 car manufacturers have still not put blu-ray players in vehicles hardly like it's still dvd players a lot of the time well you really need the highest quality video when you're on a screen that's four inches yeah (laughs) Yeah. no but uh, i mean like i said but you know now you buy the combo packs it's like you get a blu-ray you get a dvd and you get the digital download and i gotta tell you i bought a couple of movies recently and the digital downloads awesome especially if you you know with and i'm sure it's the same with google play and all your devices but it's like i've got it on my phone when i buy a movie it's on my laptop if when i'm on a plane or it's on my apple tv at home like it's everywhere all at once it's like oh you know your whole library of movies basically lives in the cloud you don't have to keep them on any particular yeah that's what we did when like i think we did we've only done like once because we my kids don't really buy movies uh, anymore but they want the lego movie and i'm like we're not buying it we're gonna get it you know google play and that's what we did. Pay four dollars, yeah. And it. now yeah. my daughter watches it in anywhere she is, right? You know, because it's just downloaded. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting uh, correlation to our business and and something like that, like how media has changed. And and I know that um, I largely deal in digital files, although I have some clients I do, I, and I'm happy and I love to deliver printed products. But like, it, it, you know, del- one of the biggest questions I get from photographers all the time is how do you deliver products? And we just switched over recently to a whole new, I used to do, use Bridge to create, Adobe Bridge has a built-in like web output, just like Lightroom does. And you can take, and to create galleries for your clients. So you basically highlight the images, you go to output and it makes a gallery and you up, FTP it up to your own website. And then, but I got to the point where I would like log in to upload a new one, and there's like 300 galleries on my website because I just don't bother going and deleting right, them. You know? right. <laughs> it's like, but um, we just switched over to a really easy way uh, to deliver, do galleries, the whole nine yards. And then we're not sponsored by this company, but it's something that I found that is amazing and that I'm happy to tell everybody about. Have you used Pixie Set before? No. I'm tell- if you work in mostly delivering digital files or prints, because you can sell prints through it too. It is the very first time that I've had an online gallery system that I like and does everything that I want it to do. It's the only time it like if I have a and you can make 
as many presets as you want. So let's say, for example, I do a headshot session, and then the, the headshot session is automatically they get all the files with the session. So they can you can upload them there, and they can download with one button, download all the files, it's done. Or you can set it to they can only download photos individually, or they can't download them at all, and there's a watermark on them, and you can make packages that you can sell. You can sell with digital and prints at the same time. Like every time I'm trying to figure out, oh, I wonder if it does this, it does it. Like everything right. I need it to do, it does. And now I'm, I've got this really cool cool, secure third party to deliver my files to my clients when they need them. And it's really cool. And then when what's really cool is you create subsets within the main gallery. So let's say that you've got your headshot session that you shot or your portrait session or your whatever you do or your weddings. And you've got the main gallery that's like all 100 images that you took. You create a, and you make those watermarked and you cannot download them. You create a subset gallery in there that goes purchases that you've retouched. So somebody buys retouched images from you, you retouch them, you can upload them into a same gallery, just a subset, and you can make that subset gallery downloadable, but not the other one. Cool. Which is really cool. So you, they can only download like the finished versions and it automatically resizes them to web size. They can download different versions of them, the whole nine yards. Like it's, wow. It's pretty unbelievable. How What's it called? Pixie Set. Pixie Set. Yeah. And, is it a monthly? Is it a... Um, I know. Julie set it off. <laughs> I think it's per year. You pay per okay. year. But uh, yeah, I've never... Had, I have not... Because we've used collages. I've used Smug Mug. I've used... Uh, you know, I've used all of the big ones. And they all had things that were great about them, but they all had things that irritated me that they didn't do. Right. And this one is the absolute best one. I've And it looks good. It's really easy to make it branded for your company, and you can't tell that it's not your website. And it's um, very affordable and looks great on mobile. Works perfectly on the, on the mobile platform. Like, and it, it has made my life way, way, way wow. easier. Wow, pixie set. Yeah, and what we what cool thing that we do is like I got a job tomorrow that I'm shooting 150 corporate headshots, and they want us to um, administer the files, rename them with the people's names, and then deliver them individually. So I collect the email addresses, add them into the system, and. Um, it's basically it's a repository where people can go and download the photos from. So I send out an email blast to everybody that's, that I took their picture and go, here's where you can go download your photo. And then it's done, and I charge extra for it. Like, ah. It pays for itself because ah. file administration, we charge, let's say, an extra $500 a day, and then I will make sure that I collect the information and distribute the files for the company. And a lot of companies love that. Because they don't want to have to do it. Because they don't want to have to deal with it. So I do that, and I charge extra, like $500 extra per day to do it. And I do that like one time, and I've paid for Pixie Set for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? There so it's like, totally worth it. But yeah, that's a cool thing that I've been using lately that I really dig. Um, not sponsored, no money changing hands. I just thought that it's been so useful to me that I really wanted to, to talk about it on the show. I've really been using it for a couple of months and haven't found anything about it that I don't like. I had a client the other day who um, finally got around to buying the digital files, and I said, I'll Dropbox them to you. And I Dropboxed them to her, and then she came back and she said, my Dropbox is full. Can you send them to me some other way? And I thought... You, not my problem. That yeah, your, <laughs> your Dropbox is full. <laughs> yeah, what do you, you mean? Send you another way. I'm going to print you a bunch of eight by tens, and I'm going to staple them to a carrier pigeon. I'm just like, what do you mean your Dropbox is full? Delete some stuff. Yeah, I had that. T- I have had that problem before. Be like, my Dropbox is full. I'm like, and then yeah, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Well, I mean, I mean, well, my point is, if it's full and you're not going to add any more space, then you're just done with Dropbox. You're never going to use it again because it's full. Yeah, yep, that's and it. You either need to add space, if not for me, for yourself, you need to add space, or you need to delete. But this, well, it's full, so now I'm just done. It's like uh, you know, I'm driving the car down the street. It's out of gas. Like, oh shit, buy a new car. Yes. <laughs> car's out of gas. That's right. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Gotta get a new car. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell. You, I I use Dropbox 
so much, but I'm, I, this is what we've been using for client delivery, right. and I'm not going to use it for that anymore. Like I've switched over all that to Pixie Set completely. It's like unlimited storage. I'm going to take a look at it. My my shopping cart that I have now is pretty robust, and you can download from there, but you can't do it as easily as saying just uploading a bunch of files and saying, well, I can say make these downloadable. But can you do it so that they click one button and it zips them all and downloads them in batch? Yes. Okay, see, that's And a, see, individually, that's or it. one or the other, or both. Right. See, that's a thing. See, for mine to do that, I would have to create a product that does that, no. and then they would have to no, have it's, buy it's completely. I'll even. I could even go to it and show you how good it looks, but like, it, and that's what I'm telling you. It's, it seems like it's been, it's ridiculous that it's taken so long for a company to come up with one that is absolutely good in every possible way. Um, and I use SmugMug for so long, SmugMug Pro, because it was the one that um, I thought was the best for certain things out there, but it was really hard to use on the photographer's end. Mm-hmm. It was really great on the client's end, but it was really hard to set anything. Like it was really difficult to like um, to get a uh, you know to create sub galleries because with a wedding, I, I, I like to upload all the photos and then you create subfolders and you just drag them into the subfolders. It makes life a lot easier than having to sort through your own photos and go, okay, I'm going to upload these fifty right now and those will be all the getting ready photos right. or whatever. But it's just like psh, just goes all at once. Yeah. So like uh, this guy right here, Jim Miranda, uh, he's a uh, actor. He's actually the Bright House tech guy on TV. Yeah, Bright House just got bought out, I think, by a larger company. But so basically, you can go and you can download. If I view it as a client, boom. And so up top, you open the gallery, and then bam, you can download all the images in one shot, or you can click on the individual image and download. Okay, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, and it's super clean, really easy to use. But uh, it's just made my. And so what now we're going to do is we've been trying to figure out how to do this backup thing. And I've created like a Synology drive and a network attack storage to have like a cloud backup of our server with all of our clients' files on it. And so I've been thinking that I'm just, since I'm already paying for Dropbox, just get the, ex, the cheapest way to do it is just to get the extra storage on Dropbox. I just use Dropbox as my server. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, not bad. Like, that, I mean, I, it, it just dawned on me the other day that if I've got, if I mean, my active client files probably never exceeds three terabytes at any okay. given time. So, like, as long as I'm diligent about moving stuff off once it gets, like, a couple of years old right. or whatever... I'll never run out of space. I've never right. had more than, um, at this point, I've never had more than, and I shoot medium raw, so my files are a little smaller, but I've never had more than two terabytes of active client files at any one given time. Active, like needing right. to get them right away. So why not? Like it's the cheapest solution. It works. You, it doesn't throttle your upload speed. It's synced on every device everywhere. You, I mean, yeah. it just occurred to me. like Dropbox uh, or Google Drive, yeah. either one. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do that? And there's no like uh, you have, you're using it. If you've got three terabytes, you've got three terabytes. Yeah, I find is, myself yeah. with Google Drive more and more just wanting to use it and not even use my, like when I have to create a document, whereas I used to use like Open Office and create it. Now I'm just like, well, Google Docs is just so easy. And when you create it in Google Docs, it's automatically saved into Google Drive. Right. So I found myself doing that more and, right. and just like, oh, just going cloud, cloud, cloud. I was talking to Julie. We were talking about uh, this with Julie, uh, my wife, on the drive back from somewhere. And we were just like, every time we, we reevaluate how we're doing business, and we're always trying to think of a system that's going to take steps out, that's going to simplify right. stuff as much as humanly possible. I'm like, why do I? Because I was looking at what's the one Western Digital makes. It's like the Western Digital My Cloud or something. Right. And, and it's a great product. But I was thinking, I'll go buy it, I'll set up the house, and then I make sure that I uh, disable the firewall here or do this or blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking like, you know what does this? 
Dropbox. Yeah, yeah. It's already out there. <laughs> Instead of using Dropbox for my client delivery, it's just going to be my server. Like, why not? You know, because it exists on your computer and in the cloud at the same time. Why like, not? Why not? Yeah, I why not? I don't understand why that wouldn't be so awesome. Somebody could probably tell me why. Write in. Questions at photobombpodcast.com. If you well, want. my biggest problem has always been, um, like, with Go- the biggest problem I have with Google Drive is that they don't make it so that you can just download a zip of an entire file easily. Right. Of an of entire folder. You mean using it for client delivery? Yeah, we saw. So that whereas you can do it with Dropbox, but I, maybe you can do it with Google Drive now. But you can you definitely couldn't. do it with Pixie Set, and I've been using it. And it uh, it actually you 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 can even email the client through there. It's like it's a, you create form emails already, and you're like, okay, who do you want to send this gallery to? You put in the client's email address, and it's already got the letter. Like, hey, Jessica, here is the gallery of your recent photos, and blah blah blah. And you can make it say whatever you want. The uh, highlights gallery is all of the photos, and the retouch gallery is just your retouched images. Here's your pin for downloading. The images is like a four-digit pin, and it all—it's just all built in. Whatever you want it to say, and you just hit send it to that person, and boom. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling right. you, they I should, would. They not, should be advertising with us. Yeah, they really they should, should be reaching out to them. I'm going to go back and delete every time I said Pixie Set from this episode. No, but um, I forget who told me about it. Um, but yeah, I really it's awesome. Yeah, I, right. I, I saw it a couple of times posted, and I'm really digging it. Yeah, so it makes my life easier. Oh, you know when we moved, you know what I couldn't find for like two days? Your porn collection? No. That was moved. I, I, that's like I moved that like fine china. It was wrapped in <laughs> wrapped in bubble wrap and then put in the car. And, you know, moved that personally myself. Being carried in a caravan. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, I couldn't find my Wacom tablet pen. That's a terrible thing to lose. Yes, because I'm. I mean, I'm. Uh, that's my pen, and I mean, I could, you know, and they're like seventy bucks to replace. Yeah, they're not cheap. And I and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to. Oh, I'm gonna have to replace it. Oh, but really, I finally found it. But for like two days, it was overshadowing everything I did. Was it? Wacom tablet pen. Yeah. Where's my Wacom tablet pen? You know what I lost recently that I really love is the the Manfrotto Pixie tripod, the one that when we would do our Facebook Live video. I love that tripod. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I, lo- I thought I lost it because I was on vacation and normally it's in my laptop bag because I just pull it out and bam, I can start doing a right. video or whatever. I packed it in my camera case, which was with me, and so I thought I was so depressed. It's only like thirty bucks, but you know, thirty bucks just because I couldn't keep track of my. Like own thirty bucks, yeah. I didn't like, think Manfrotto made anything that was. They're 30 like bucks. thirty-five bucks or something like that. They're really they're cheap and they're awesome. Uh, it but, is. But anyway, so I was going to do a shoot and I just got back from vacation. I opened up my uh, camera case and there it is laying in there. And like the feeling, the, there's nothing more frustrating than not being able to find something that you re- are looking for. For me, when you're around the house, you're like, I seriously just had this in my hand right. yesterday. Right. Where the hell could it possibly be? And then the immediate, the, the like the, the rush of relief <laughs> when you find it, you know, because you're it really uh, is great. It is. It's so like, few, it's so a, few great feelings we have. Now. That is what you call a first world emotional roller coaster. Where's my Death Star waffle maker? I just had it. Oh, oh, oh thank God. I oh, couldn't stop God. thinking about it. it that, I'm like, oh, my power, my pen. I'm going to have to get online. I have to order another Oh, by one. the way, something else we did uh, when we moved into the new house. We're in the new house now. And something else we did, which I just cannot recommend this enough. Okay. You call up a company that will come drop a giant garbage can in your driveway mm-hmm. that is the best thing spring that cleaning is the best thing ever spring man. cleaning baby we, we, we just said come bring it we did the same thing we moved out of the old house and we moved into this one I said bring us a trash can 275 bucks for a giant uh, 12 foot by 12 foot long by like 
four feet high and, and six feet wide. Yeah, we, yeah, that's a, uh, the 30-yard the dumpster. There you go. And they dump it in the, in the uh, driveway, and you just fill that baby. And when you've got a trash can in your driveway, you will find a way to fill it. Oh, absolutely. You'll think, I'll never fill that sucker. And then a day later, it's overflowing. Well, I guess they don't need this couch, do we? That's right. <laughs> you start looking around going, is there anything else? You, you, it's amazing the stuff you have in your house that you would like to get rid of, but you don't because it's just a pain. I saw this great article, and there's this uh, uh, Japanese guy, and he was like, uh, had, br- had gotten his entire life down to 150 items. Oh, that's cool. And it was like, he's, he's like, I, I don't want to own anything. It's like everything in his house, everything in his apartment, he, including his furniture, including his clothes, including everything he owns, 150 items. Wow. And it was, and it's the coolest thing. And, and it got me to thinking just like that about my life. And you go like, I really don't need that Mickey Mouse snow globe collection. I've started doing like, that. I do not yeah. need that. <laughs> I threw out the last of my books. I kept, I kept, I kept books. I kept like yearbooks from high school and stuff like that. But I, and I kept a couple of books I want to reread. I got 150 books in my house. Yeah, I, I dude, I had. Could I'm, you get I'm a your huge life down reader. to 150 things? I'm a huge reader. Yeah, but and I had every so book many books. Fit and on I your finally phone, said then. they've got to go. They've yeah. got to go. They got to go. And just and and it's so freeing to just empty out to just throw stuff away. Yes, it is the best feeling in the world to just yeah, but get I can I cannot recommend Julie a, and I a giant did this dumpster, uh, no. 6 months ago and we did this like the 20 hanger challenge where okay. you get 20 coats not including like t-shirts and, and underwear and sock and stuff that you put in drawers or whatever right. but get your closet down to 20 coat hangers. So we got 20 red hangers, 20 blue hangers. She was blue, I was red. All right. And so we had to each get our wardrobe down to 20 things that are hanging and that's it. And we got rid of we I mean we took like six gigantic bags of stuff that we don't wear it actually wasn't that hard because yeah, i but look if, at the stuff yeah, that i actually it, wear every yeah day. but if, if t-shirts don't count i mean that's a zillion pieces right there yeah but i mean it's like you know undershirts and stuff that'll fold into a drawer right. i got a drawer full. i don't have that much but like i'm talking about collared shirts slacks right. jeans sport See, coats. i don't have any drawers everything i own hangs right could you get it down to 20 well, no, because I don't have any drawers. Everything I have hangs. Now, if you told me, could I get down to twenty if I did? If I could take my T-shirts off of hangers? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like no that problem. was. Out. I got like I, the shirt I'm wearing right now. I got like six of these. That's pretty much all I wear in the summer. So there's this article that I posted on the Facebook page, on the Photobomb page, about this guy who has he got a, his uh, whole photography business, like because he's like a traveling Instagram blogging guy. And I'll see if I can find it. But he basically how he got his whole photography thing down to just like a few items and it's like his phone which might be might have been an android phone and his uh a little keyboard like a small micro four-thirds camera and uh and like a notepad and and like one other lens or something and it was this whole like minimalist this is what my this is how i run my whole photography travel business with just these five things or whatever and it was really it was really kind of cool because i do think about that stuff all the time it's like we have so much crap you know, and I would definitely at our house fill that dumpster. And you know what I'd fill it with? Julie stuff. I fill it with Julie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Julie doesn't seem to me to be the type that would be a collector. You know, it's funny. I was actually having this conversation with my cousin Tanya, and uh, we were in New York visiting family, and we stayed with my cousin, and she um, has, is known as like the the purple lady. And she's got her house is the Purple Palace right. because she likes the color purple and everything. And so, but like purples are, if, if adults can have a favorite color, which I don't think you're allowed to as an adult, like when you're eight, you're like, okay, you got to give up your favorite color because, but uh, you go to her house and the purples are pillow. The, dra- the, the pillows are purple. The purples are pillow. The pillows are purple. The drapes are purple. You know, the bed sheets are purple. Everything's purple. And we were talking about this. 
and how people associate me as like the guy, the Star Wars guy. I think Star Wars. So, and I was thinking like, and I had like a Star Wars coffee mug, and I was like, yeah, I didn't buy this. And it's like I actually don't buy myself anything that's Star Wars. None of my. The only thing I bought for myself that's Star Wars is I have like a Star Wars phone case for my iPhone that's like the original movie poster, and that's the only thing Star Wars I've ever bought for myself. And everything else is a gift because as soon as people figure out that you're the guy who that's likes it. that thing, because here's my theory: adults don't know what to buy each other for gifts. No, like you're just supposed to buy gifts, and so they just go, "Okay, well, uh, what's well, Bure? Well, Bure is a photographer, so then you just get oh, photograph books about with, photography yeah. or or no, key, here, or keychain with a camera." On it or how, about, something? how about you just take me out to dinner? Yeah. That's how I always tell people. How about you say, hey, let's just get together for dinner? And that's what I do with my family now. Mother's Day, Father's Day, and all that stuff with my family. I'm like, no, we're just going to all get together and have dinner. Just I have everything I want. Yes. Just hang out. Anything, let's spend some time Anything together. that is cheap enough that, that you could buy it for me, if I want it, I I've already it. bought it. Exactly. I've already got it. If right. it's $35 or $45 and I want it, I've got it. And if you think I don't know it exists, just email me or message me a link to right. it. And if I want it, I'll yeah, buy it. You yeah, know? it's okay when you're a grown-up not to be... Just go out to Yeah, I'm, I'm all for abolishing adult presents. Yeah. Except for your, your significant others, maybe your kids or something. But, like, if somebody can afford something for themselves, they're going to buy it. Sure. So what, what do I... But, see, you come into my house and there's, like... And, and, and you know what? My friends are very generous and they get me very cool gifts I've got. But everything's freaking Star Wars. And people come to my house like, man, you really like Star Wars. I'm like, no. no people keep want. buying me crap because they don't know... Adults just don't know what to buy for each other. Oh, well, let me tell you this right now. Don't buy a grown-up with a home something that is supposed to be hung on the wall. Ah, uh, huge you were just, annoyance. Because now you are just you are saddling them yeah. with they've <laughs> next got this, time you come over, they've got like, to put this thing on the wall, or else you're not going to know they didn't put it on the wall. And maybe it doesn't meet their decor. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe anyway, you don't get to pick what goes on the walls yeah. of their house. Where's the velvet Elvis I got you for yeah. Christmas last year? It's just like, no, it's in the garage. No, under a bunch of other crap that no. I don't want. You know, I, I want to. You were talking about the guy who was a travel photographer yeah and uh, still looking for that article. A woman i know is a photographer recently has been doing some traveling and doing some uh, some charity work photography and that sort of stuff and i was talking to the other day and she said she goes yeah she goes i started doing this i really like this she said so i decided you know I, i'm getting older i gotta start at the top i'm gonna start i'm gonna start applying to people and i'm just gonna start at the top you know i don't have time to mess around so i so i uh, so i sent an email to uh national geographic <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said, how did that go? And she goes, yeah, you can't just apply to be a photographer for National Geographic. I'm like, no, you can't just apply to be a photographer for National Dream Geographic. Big, that's, like saying, that's like saying, I applied for an Oscar. <laughs> no, it doesn't it's work It's like, you know, um, you, you know I, rather than go to law school, and hang, I'm just going to apply to be the president. Yeah, I'm just can, you apply. Just, can you apply for president yeah, of America? Like, no, no, no. National Geographic. I mean, I, I mean, when you think about it, yeah, Canada Explorers of Light and that sort of stuff. But but I think for me, still, the title National Geographic Photographer still carries... It got a lot of weight. If somebody says they're a National Geographic... Yeah. How do I, if you're not following National Geographic... If you're on Instagram and you're not following Nat Geo on Instagram, you're missing out. They, have, they post some of the most amazing photography on right. a daily basis. And, uh, I, I mean, I, but I'm just trying to think. I mean, is there any... You know, is there anything left... Other than Nat Geo, that is considered to be, if you're a Nat Geo photographer, uh, guess what? You're, you're, you've made it. You're the, you know, you're, you, you, there's, there's no doubt that you... I would say that may be, for me, the, the, the bar. You know, if someone like if someone were like, or if they photograph like maybe for Time Magazine, always has amazing coverage. Or if you're, okay. you know, but there aren't that many staff photographers yeah, there's, left. There's no, yeah, there's no staff photography jobs. Oh, and there's which leads me to something else. Talking about having made it. 
I was watching Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. It was Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, and he's interviewing Lorne Michaels. Oh, yeah. Famous for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, producer Saturday Night Live. And, and many somebody, other things. And somebody comments in the comments, oh, look, Jerry finally found somebody who likes to pontificate more than he does. <laughs> you know, they're talking about... <laughs> Come back with my show. They're talking yeah. about comedy. Yeah. And I thought to myself, at some point, there has to be a pontiff. There has to be someone who has the right to pontificate on a subject. Right. And I would say Jerry Seinfeld and Lorne Michaels, if those two guys don't have the right to sit on high and pontificate on comedy, who the hell does? Nobody. Right? And so, but, but it was a Not anybody example. that's alive. Comedians yeah. kill themselves a lot. Perfect example of the snark <laughs> in our world. They're like, oh, those guys pontificate. Yes, because they are acknowledged as two of the very... Because they, they there is no comedy. one who is more on top of their game than these guys. There's these nobody. are literally the pinnacle of... Of the uh, profession. Michaels, for the love of God, you know, and and as a photographer, there's got there's a point to that too. I mean, this kind of leads into something else too, which I, I was th- thinking about the other day. Was you have those moments, you know, you have the days where you convinced you're terrible. Oh yeah, like every ha- the first yeah. half of every day, and then every once in a while you'll have that day where you'll you'll come across a couple of other people, or you'll see something online, or other photographers, and you'll be doing something, and you'll have that moment where you'll realize. Oh, that's right. I actually know quite a bit about how to do this thing that I do. Yeah. And but you forget. Yeah. You forget that you know this because yeah. it's become second nature to you. And then every once in a while you'll be reminded, oh, that's right. I have forgotten more than a lot of people you know, have even learned about this particular niche or this thing that I do. Well, I think that's in the, the nature of the personality type. Not everybody who works in a creative field is necessarily what I would consider a creative like I'm talking about the level uppers, the people who are constantly, constantly moving, having to get better, having to do things, having to compete, having to reach new milestones. Um, and I think that part of that personality is you have to think you suck a lot. You spend a lot of time thinking you suck. If you don't spend a lot of time thinking that you suck um, or significant or a noticeable amount of time thinking you suck, you probably actually suck. Right. You know what I mean? If you spend a lot of time thinking how much you suck, you're probably a lot better than you think you are. I think it's a weird situation, though, because we've run across those guys where we've run across those photographers who every time you talk to them, they seem to come across as, as you know, I know everything. And you don't want to be that guy. You know, you don't want to be that guy who new people meet or other people meet and who seem to come across as, you know, he just knows everything and, and et cetera. But at the same time, you do reach a point where you realize... Oh, I you know I kind of I I got this. I can speak to that. Yeah, yeah. I can pontificate a little bit. Yeah, I kind of got right. this. Yeah, I think that there are certain words that become uh, that have a um, connot- a negative connotation. Where they're perfectly good words, like pontificate has a very negative connotation. Right. As does politics is another good example because like politics is people. Oh, it's just politics, and it, politics is actually brilliant. Politics right. is wonderful part of our democratic society. It's fantastic, but it always has a negative connotation. I think pontificate is one of those words, you know. Well, I was thinking about it, and it must come from pontiff, from the Pope. Yeah. So the idea, I guess, of standing up on the balcony and... I'm da, 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 Nobody's da, 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 more da, da, da. at the top of their game there in their go. field than the Pope. the Pope. He's right? like the ultimate uh, dude right. in his field. There's not like a guy the Pope goes... Yeah, I wish I was a little more popey, a little more like that guy. You know, I was like, hey, maybe St. Peter. I don't know. I'm not Catholic. I have no idea. But, but you know what we can speak to? We can speak to all this great stuff that we've got coming up. I don't think that. I, I, the stuff is actually falling away. I mean, IPC was like last week IPC for me. Gone. And then uh, Focus is when? That's the great thing we've got September 10th through the 12th. 10th through the 12th. In Orlando. Right. And you're going to be speaking in Massachusetts? In Massachusetts? Massachusetts? I will be speaking at uh, Hampton Inn, Natick, Massachusetts on 919. 
Just go to ppam.com. Oh, oh, 919. Oh, so you're doing, you're not doing the convention. You're doing the seminar. Like I'm, a doing the seminar. Seminar. I'm doing yeah, the seminar. Oh yeah. That's a good group, man. They're really yeah. good people up there. They're yeah. going to show you a good time. They yeah, are. The seminar is different. I mean, you do the convention. It's like you go in, you speak for an hour and then there's a whole, you know, weekend of hanging out with people and everything. When you do uh, a seminar, it's you're, yeah. you're there for the whole day. They came to see you and that's it. Yeah. That's no pressure. It's much more, it's much more work on, on your part and much less, not much less fun, but it's not as fun because you're just, I mean, it's, you're there teaching all day and then you go home. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, the thing that people don't realize about, and we talk about how we travel and do all this stuff, but I, let me pull back the curtain a little bit. Um, traveling for work is not glamorous. No. And it's not no. sexy. Here's the thing that I do when I travel and teach more than, especially if I go without my family, when I go by myself, the thing I do more than anything else is I sit in my room by myself yeah. and I drink at the hotel bar by myself yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I go back to it's my not, room by myself. It's not fun. And people think it is. They go, Hey, would you like to come up here yeah. and, and speak and do our thing? And you're like, okay, away from my family for two days yeah. and fly. It sucks. And if you got a family, it sucks being away from them. And then I'm not going to, you know, so yeah, it's, you when gotta, I shoot you for clients, I'll do, I'll, I'll fly in and I'll do like a commercial job. I'll fly in the night before. I'll go to my room. I'll watch something on the TV while and I fall asleep with the TV on and I get up and I go shoot the job yeah. and then I get on a plane and then I spend more time at the airport than doing anything yeah, There's else, nothing you know? glamorous about the airport Hampton Inn by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. So if you want to come see us, yeah. come down to you. Yeah. Go to right, our Do you have anything you need to promote or are we done? Um, you know, I, oh, I wanted to say that I'm still waiting to hear, but I did put in my application to be a PPA affiliated juror, I finished my requirements uh-huh. and I applied. So it could. So when uh, when will you find out about? Well, it? after the next board meeting, they've already met and decided on their recommendations by this time. But um, they have to send that to the PPA's board of directors who make the final approval of that list. So I haven't heard yet, but I will, and I will announce it on the show. I guess if that happens, that's a big deal. <clears throat> well, you know, more than likely. It's my first time applying. They'll probably say no, but if they don't, that's super great. In the world of PPA. Mm-hmm. The only thing left is board of directors. No. Because oh, oh. you're a counselor. 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 You're a counselor already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a master. You're a craftsman. This would be affiliated juror. The only thing left would be, yeah, you've been on a committee. You chaired a committee. The only thing left would be the board of directors. You'd be a jury chair. Jury chair is higher than that. Than, oh, a, yeah. than a judge. Okay. But yeah, that's okay. harder to do. But, you know, I'm just enjoying being a part of it. And, uh, I, you know, every time I sit down on a panel and I judge, I learn more than I do even when I compete. Because you see other types of work that are not even in your head. And I get blown away all the time by other people's creativity. It's a really cool thing to get to, to get to be a judge. It's as much of a learning experience as anything else. It's really, really cool. So hopefully I made it. We'll see. All right. That's all I got Oh, up. yeah. I think we'll maybe. see. We'll see. Know. We'll see. <laughs> I have no idea how that process works. Me either. Who votes? Um, the committee. Oh, so there's a committee. There's a committee that just approves. How many people on that committee? I have no idea. Okay. Ten. I don't know. Four? I don't know. 17? No idea. 4,000. <laughs> All right. You can find Gary online at HughesFiorelli.com. You yes. can find me at BooRayPerry.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast. I also have a great group on Facebook uh, called um, Pro Talk with Bure Perry. Join that. Lots of photographers. It's pro Photo Talk. Pro Photo Talk with Bure Perry. You don't even know the name of your own I damn don't, group. You know, it's, <laughs> it's where we go to talk about photography so that we don't uh, muddle up the Facebook feed, which, by the way, has become way too muddled. Facebook has gotten to be too much now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's too much. It's basically just... It's it's, it's basically a phone book. It's MySpace. No, it's just too much. I mean, there's yeah. too many people. I'm friends with too many people, and yeah. it's, you know... I think I'm going to start a shadow account. Well, you know what, I've, you know what I've, I've been trying to use lately because the kids use it? It's Snapchat. I, I have it on my phone. I haven't figured out how to use it yet. I figured out how to use it, but I just still can't figure out why it's great. No idea. Yeah. I don't, see it as, I, I don't think it's that much better than Instagram. 
I don't, you yeah. know, I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm uh, working on okay, it. Okay, so we gotta well, stay you, relevant. Get, you get a log with me, then you, you be one of my Snapchatters. I've only got like two people. Good, I could be the third one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week, right here. <laughs> see you later.